You're listening to the Kingdom Flow Podcast. I'm Kyle Jones. And I'm Ian Sperry. Now more than ever, we're in a time where Christians need to rise up. Business owners and corporate executives have a great opportunity to capture hearts by living out their faith, holding the line that's being challenged every day. Listen in as we work to uncover ways to help you live your life by design and challenge the norm by breaking down barriers and truly encouraging you to go all in on your faith. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to the show on the platform of your choice. Let's go. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your love, your blessings, your grace, Lord, that are given to us every single day, Lord. We just pray for another great episode. Uh, Bless our time together. Bless the listeners that are tuning in. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're back here on this living room studio. I don't... I thought I'd kind of feel it, but I'm like you. You said the couch was too soft. And it's too, dude. It's great for lounging, not, but sitting like like trying to have a conversation with a mic and like not hit. Oh, these dude, and, I'm I'm lounging now. These mics, I got are the not. feet up. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I'm the good last now. couple times we've been on the couch, we've had guests, and and you couldn't you know take your shoes off and In my big you know, toes show your there, yeah. Siamese toes. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, well, you just had. A birthday. I, I don't did. know if all the listeners don't know that. So you're the big three, four, three, man. four. Another year. Another it is day. officially still early thirties, though. Yeah. I Google would, said I it. Agree. Google said it. I think once you hit thirty-five, then you're closer to forty. Yeah, you're mid. Especially the next day, you're automatically you're closer to forty than you are True. thirty. It's but, weird. Uh, you know, you went out, got to celebrate. You went to an Astros game. We did. Saw you got some tortillas in the middle of the day. Yeah, I got yeah. some. Yeah, we, Lupe went, we went to Lupe, and then, dude, the we they played the Red Sox. We had incredible seats, and it was dollar hot dogs. And you didn't get sick, and I didn't get sick. Yeah. I ate a ton of them. <laughs> but this is the, I found out I wasn't a special. I, every Tuesday is dollar hot dog Tuesday, from what I heard. Oh, did you think that was just for your birthday? No, I thought it was just it happened to land on my birthday. <laughs> oh my God. I thought August twenty second, Tuesday. Dollar oh, hot yeah. dogs, dude. That's and been then, around for a while. Every what, Tuesday's yeah. been dollar hot dogs for a while. And that's what. And so that's. I guess that's why the guy at the counter was like, "Yeah, they're a dollar." And I'm like, because <laughs> I was like, I saw seven dollars, and I'm like, okay, I need seven hot dogs, eight hot dogs, and because it was a group of when us you thought they were seven, I thought they were seven, and you got seven hot dogs. Oh, I got eight hot dogs. I thought right. they were seven dollars, and he goes, "Well, it's eight bucks." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it's a dollar." And I was like, are you, I told Mikhail, I was like, are you kidding Double me? Double the order. I said, add two more of those babies. So I got two more hot dogs. It was $10. I didn't know it was, I, was, I wasn't special. I thought it was on my, I told Mikhail, I was like, it happens to be my birthday. And it's dollar awesome. hot dogs. Who did you go to the game with? I went with Michaela, my dad, and Caleb. Nice. We had incredible yeah. seats. It was a great game. Yeah, she was asking us what our favorite section was. So I, I had a little something to do with the sections. It's nice. I can't take credit for it. Michaela no. takes all credit, but it was nice. It was I a, had some influence. It over was that. really they were they were fun. So, but I guess you got another special gift, mm. another experience that, you know, there's a story. Uh, there's always a story. You know, there's always a story. Oh jeez. But apparently, you had a little birthday facial at somewhere oh, in there too. Jeez. And. Uh, and it didn't go quite as well as you thought it was going to. No. It was, maybe it wasn't as relaxing as you thought. No. Tell, so tell the story. I'll tell the story. Okay. So Michaela had planned on my day on Tuesday, my birthday. She had planned a massage. By, shout out to Shoe Bear. Shout out to the Sun Bear, a.k.a. the best masseuse in the world. Yeah. 
Um, the reason I call him Sun Bear, he's Chinese, very small, but strong as an ox, just like a Sun Bear. Yeah. So he does great, great massages. So we had a massage. And then she told me. Wait, did he do the facial? No. Okay. I can tell you. That would have been terrible. Yeah, the massage wasn't that comfortable, but I felt good afterwards. Okay. No. And then she said, um, she said, hey, I got a, uh, a facial for you, too. And I was like, well, what is a – I knew what a facial was, but I didn't know, like, what it entailed. She said, oh, it's so relaxing. You know, they, they put steam and they tickle your face a little bit and they, you know, do all this. And I said, well, what do you do while they're doing that? And he said, I just sleep. And I was like, okay, I'm down. Let's do this, <laughs> right? Like, I'm, I'm okay with that. And so I get in. I've never been in this place. She, Michaela tried to get me hooked up with the girl that she uses. She was busy. So she hooked me up with this other place that she'd never been to. Oh, no. So we walk in. And it looks like a surgery center, this place. I mean, they got, you know, it, they got like a dentist office. They got stuff everywhere. It's it's all, you know. Smell like formaldehyde. Kind oh, of dude. I'm like, okay. So I, I said, well, what do I do? She goes, well, just sit down. You know, what kind of treatment do you want? And I said, treatment? And she said, yeah, like, you know, you do, we do treatments here. And I was like, I just, I literally, I promise you, I did. I just went like this. You know, <laughs> I swear I did. A little pat on the face. I just want, you know, you hit me like this and, you know, it's good. And so she goes, well, let me look at you. So she sits there. She looks at my skin. She gets these micro, you know, little deals on and she's looking at my skin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." (laughs) And I'm like, okay. And so she goes, I know which one you need. I'm going to, I'm going to do the, the, the diamond extraction. Oh. Okay. I'm like, what the heck is a diamond extraction? And so dude, for the next hour, I an hour. It was an, an hour, hour long, and I was tortured for an hour. They took they take this almost looks like a tattoo gun with a diamond on the end of it, end of it, okay, and they just begin to scrape your face one <laughs> one deal at a time, one line at a time, okay. And so I'm sitting there. I'm a male in a in a in majority female you know environment, and I'm trying to act like. Strong, right? Oh, oh, this is normal. Yeah, this, yeah. yeah. And she's like, "How are you feeling?" I'm like, oh, "I'm good," you know. And 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 she's just scraping. So then she gets done the first diamond extraction, right? <laughs> then she goes, "Well, this is this is number two. And I was like, "Wait a second, there's two of these things." And she said, "Yeah, you have to go deep first, then you go surface." I said, "Okay, surface." She goes, "But surface usually hurts a little bit more because it's on the surface of the skin." And I'm and I'm just like, "Okay." <laughs> So then she goes diamond number two across the entire face, neck, everything. Oh, jeez. At that point, I'm about to tap out. <laughs> Seriously, I'm about done. Like, I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I'm sweating. Um, I'm not feeling very comfortable. I, I, I don't like, like it. How does Michaela sleep during like, this? Like, yeah. Like, so this is funny. When I said I just want to, I, when I did this at the beginning, I said, I just want the facial that puts me to sleep. Okay. <laughs> And she literally goes, oh, okay, you know, like, like having no idea. So I find out. So then this is the worst part. She goes, okay, now we're going to have to extract from the nose. And I was like, oh no. Okay. So she gets out this little tool and it looks like a razor. Okay. I swear. I'm not exaggerating at all. She looks like a razor and she goes, hey, there's, it's going to feel like a really sharp prick. She goes, do you have your head tattoos? And I said, no, I don't have a single tattoo. And she goes, well, it's kind of the feeling of a tattoo. It's not comfortable. And I said, on my nose? And she's like, yeah, it's going to be not be long. We're just going to really go deep and scrape everything out. And I was like, okay, well, I'm here. 
So at this point, I'm sitting there and she begins to scrape my nose. And God is my witness, tears begin to come down my eyes. Okay. And she looks down and she goes, Are you crying? And I'm like, No, it's just real sensitive. My nose is real sensitive. Dude. So she's like, but like, I'm seriously, tears are so she's oh having a wipe. I'm in so much pain by the end of this. My face looks like a strawberry. Okay. And I was like, <laughs> So I said, ma'am, I thought this was supposed to be a facial. She goes, yes. Well, they have massage facials, and oh. then they have treatment centers. Oh, jeez. So I'm getting an actual, like, face treatment, miserable. Never. I, I, Michaela goes, how was it? I said, it was terrible. It was an hour. It was so expensive. It'll blow your mind how expensive it how is. How much was the face? $250 to get completely tortured. Okay. <laughs> Scraped. It was dumb. And I said, how are you not like, I don't even notice any remnants of your face though. Nothing. I don't know. Like, well, I have a little bit of a cut right here. If you see it, do you see the, the little, no. I had a little cut of where she peeled a little too much skin off. Oh, geez. But dude, it was. She went a little too deep. I said, Michaela, she might, Michaela was just laughing the whole time. It was, it was, I'm sweating, crying. I said, this, get me out of this freaking place. They were really sweet and supposedly they do a good job of what they do, but make sure you ask for the massage facial, Well, not the treatment facial. You know, Michaela knew exactly what she was doing. She better not have. Because <laughs> that was, I'm serious. That was, I was a deer in headlights. Season. I had no idea. And it was bad. Oh man. I can't say. Those ladies that do that, I don't know. I Y'all have ever had. I describe it as birth pain. It would probably be the same as oh equivalent to birth pain. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't so, imagine. Yeah, I, I, but knowing your personality, mm-hmm. I guess the only question I have in that is, how do you let that go on for an hour? Well, you know what? I it was because I first. This is the truth. I thought Michaela had already paid for it. <laughs> So I was like, I got it. I got it. I'm not going to waste my money. I'm too cheap. I'm not going to waste my money. Something and good will come out of this. Something good. I'll have glowy skin. Something will happen. <laughs> and all I did was look beet red for three hours. And it's just my, my face burned. You actually look a little older. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> it's freaking dumb. But anyway, so if, any men out there, if you ever decide to go get a facial, make sure it's the massage facial. facial. Yeah, it puts you to sleep. And if it looks like a doctor's office in there, leave. Stay far away. Go to the next one. <laughs> go, go away. God. Just go away. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Oh man. So well, that's a great story. As usual, we've Thanks. got you're, you're such a good storyteller. Good but the, like, I'm just still amazed how how all these things continue to happen to you, even. It's a gift. Even at the age of 34. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And here, because here's the thing, like, <clears throat> Lindsay was like, you know, I think we really need to get some embarrassing stories of you out there. And I was like, I'd, I'd be happy to. And she, so she's like, she's been racking her brain on this. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot. I know. I mean, I've certainly been in embarrassing situations. Sure. But like the amount of stuff, like I've never flashed my neighbors. <laughs> I'm not screaming. I'm not. People aren't walking out, you know, thinking that their Big husband oof. is dying <laughs> when just because I'm screaming. Yeah. I think it's just because your 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 personality is so flamboyant. It's yeah. like it is out there. Yeah, it it's, is out it's there. to be heard. Yes, and seen. <laughs> it's hard to tame the <laughs> the lion. The lion. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well. If if you come here and and I know we probably have some guests who just shut it off after the ten minutes because they got their entertainment for the day, but, but at least we got to be. But we'll 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 go ahead and keep the conversation yes. going because yeah. we do have some stuff that we want to talk about that's for sure. kind of fresh on our mind and and it's uh, it's very important to us and 
I think we've we've talked about it off and on, uh, just in various various discussions that we're having, and especially when we start uh, say things like living righteously and, yeah. and trying to live by what the word says. Um, but something that has come up over the last couple interviews that we've done is, you know, just um, how some of these high level people, and remember when we say high level, we've said this before, we're not just talking financial success or talking about people who think differently, think of the world differently, who are living and holding a high standard in, in living that out is a part of it. Um, what they all have in common is it, it, it would seem like they're, they're all doing the right thing when nobody is looking, they are walking yeah. and living in integrity with themselves. And so that's really where, where we want to start today is just with the open-ended question, you know, what are you doing when, when nobody is looking? Because we all know that, that God is looking. We, we, we know that. Yeah. But I don't think we take it seriously enough um, in every case, because I think uh, a lot of people, you know, that we see it with um, adultery, we see it in just other issues that aren't really, you know, to that extreme. You know, we know that we live in a world where porn is readily available at the fingertips. Eight out of 10 of our and listeners are actively looking at porn right now. It's, it's Which just is the statistic. That's the tip. That's the stats. It, and it's not just men. No. It's not just men, which is just, it, it's crazy to me to see the times that we are have evolved in. But um, like all that to say, like we all have these little decisions that we encounter throughout our entire day to make sure that we're doing the right thing. And in the business world, especially in, in, in some of these leadership positions where you see people that don't have the accountability in their mm -hmm. life set up, they're, they're essentially setting themselves up for failure in some capacity. If, it, if it's not a mar marital affair, maybe it's something some type of, you know, IRS issue. Yeah. yeah yep. Like something like that. Like you see that all around us in the business world. I mean, <laughs> I'm laughing because of the story what? that happened in your shop with, but we won't talk about what story, <laughs> the one you shared, uh, earlier today, but we, oh, okay. it was, um, but there's like these, these, again, going back to like the decisions that we make, the small decisions that we make that really add up and multiply to these bigger decisions. It's like, man, if we are not in integrity in every decision that we're making, then we are setting ourselves up for catastrophic failure. Even, yep. even if you might not believe that if, if you're not doing the right thing all the time, or at least striving to do yeah. the right thing, we fail. We're not perfect. So don't hear me say that, but if we're not working towards doing the right thing every single time and then listening to the Holy Spirit check us when we need to be checked in certain cases, then failure is around the corner for sure. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, we're not, we're not perfect by any means, but we are intentional by all means. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it, that's one thing about kingdom flow and how we try to live is we're intentional in everything that we, we really are. And that's like, at first I was a little 
nervous to even say something like that because it's like, oh, it's pride or arrogance. No, it's not. It's confidence. Yeah. It's like, no, we are intentional in everything that we do. And guess what? If we mess up, if we screw up, or if we're if we're just a blind spot, we have other people in our lives to look at us and go, hey, you're off here. And we have the ability to to, to course correct, right? Yeah. Um, it's funny we're talking about it because I've been really, and I want to pose this question to the listeners. Um, I've been, I've been, as I was running this week, this verse that just kept, it's a very common verse, extremely common. Most listeners are going to know about it, but it kept coming in my mind. And I finally had to ask the Holy Spirit, like, why does this keep coming up? Okay. And it's Ephesians 6, 12, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Mm-hmm. And so finally, I think it was day before yesterday, I was like, Lord, why does this keep coming up? And the Holy Spirit just, and he hits me and he goes, when's the last time you've been wrestling? Mm-hmm. Right? So we know, okay, track with me here. We know that all the, the, the root of, of, of the sin or the root of the problem or whatever is, is a spiritual tie to it, right? Um, now, those that are not with Christ, you know, they, it, they may not be as prevalent or as real to them that it's a spiritual issue more than it is an actual physical manifestation issue, but it's a spiritual issue. And so I was, you know, with that being said, when's the last time we've wrestled in the spirit, right, in prayer? Uh, when's the last time we've wrestled for our family? When's the last time yeah. we've wrestled for our purity? When's the last time we've wrestled for righteousness? When's the last time we've wrestled for friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean physical wrestling, but I do mean this spiritual um, line in the sand that goes, hey, here's the line, and I'm not going to cross it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to give in. I'm going to resist the enemy. And what does the word say? He will do. He's going to flee, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a big um, a big issue today, especially with believers, is that we expect once Christ is the, the center of our lives, that everything will either get better or our, the, the, the issues that we're wrestling with will go away, yeah. right? That it's just going to poof, it's magic, it's over. And this says, hey, we wrestle not, but if we're not wrestling then what are we doing? Yeah. Does that make sense? For sure. It's one of those deals where it's like, man, are we sitting on the sideline and, and just hoping and praying that our issues don't become issues anymore? Yeah. Or are we actively wrestling for our purity? Are we actively wrestling for our spouse, right? Are we actively wrestling for the, for the, for the souls of our kids? Yeah. Um, I think that is um, a big component to this whole thing. Yeah. I think that's the work part of when James says faith without works is dead. It's dead. It's it's dead. And and we've got to have a working a faith where we're not just sitting back and saying God, if this is your will, like this is because there's certain things and certain promises that are available to us mm-hmm. that are very clear that we have to partner with him in certain areas. And if we're not willing to partner with them, then really, in turn, that's a lack of faith that mm-hmm. we have. And when we just sit by and, and let the world tell us what we need to do, and, and we just 
we keep moving the goalpost, right? We call mm-hmm. it, you call it moving the goalpost or moving the goal line, however you want yep. to say it. But at the end of the day, it's it, in the most simple form is everybody can relate to the story of, um, you know, if you're starting a new health journey, if you, if you, you want to eat healthy and everything else, well, I'm just going to start Monday. Well, Monday rolls around. Well, what happens? Yeah. Maybe you wake up and you, you go work out and you eat healthy one day, but guess what happens if you, if you haven't been living that lifestyle, you're going to be extremely sore. And now on Tuesday, now it's time for the commitment to roll in. Well, I might eat healthy, but maybe I don't work out because I'm still sore. Well, guess what? Anybody who's been around fitness for a while knows that the third day is always the hardest because yes. you're the most sore if you haven't yes. been doing something. That's why for I don't a while. work out legs. That's why you don't work out legs because you <laughs> you're so scared of day three. But that's so that's, that's so <clears throat> applicable here because yep. when we don't have a committed faith, you know, Monday rolls around, we might be in our word, we might have a great quiet time and might actually you know get some fruit from it. Yeah. But then the next day rolls around and maybe we're not truly committed. And, and we want to sleep in, or maybe we stayed up a little, maybe our standard wasn't completely set and we stayed up too late. Not that we were doing anything wrong, but maybe we just didn't, maybe we just stayed up too, too late because we were watching an Astros game or, you know, scrolling through too many TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. Like that is a common everyday scenario that people deal with where we just binge watch these shows to fall asleep and we just, uh, you know, mindlessly scroll and, and look, I'm guilty of it too. Like sure. I get, I get caught all the time where I'm like, look, I've looked up and I'm like, man, how long did I, I just spend on these reels? And then I look, I go, I go see, usually it's, I timestamp it from the, the first one that I sent, sent you. you. Yeah, then right, then I right. can know like, oh, I sent that to Ian how long ago? <laughs> and I'm still here sending these to him. And so like, but it, uh, my point is like, we, these, these standards are set and we have good intentions, but the commitment aspect is not there. Yeah. So we lose our commitment or, or we move the goalpost and we say, man, no, I'm too sore. I'm going to start the next day. When the reality is if you just push through, like sticking with the fitness scenario, if you, if you went and I, and I submit this to you too, if mm. you went and if you worked out legs on Monday mm-hmm. and then you go for a nice little run on Tuesday, mm. don't know if I could walk or work out legs again on Wednesday. I couldn't sit. I couldn't go, go to the for toilet. another, go for another run. Just commit, just commit. But like, I guarantee you by, you know, just by doing that for one week, your soreness is going to be worked out. And that's a funny example. Maybe, maybe we do that for the show. Maybe I'd try it. Yeah. <laughs> you prove the commitment level, the but commitment. that's what we're talking about yeah. here. Yeah, I think it's so. I, I love that part in James. So what we're talking about is when it comes to integrity, there has to be a commitment, which is wrestling, which is faith. Yeah, you see, like it, it all. There has to be a commitment when it comes to integrity. There has to be, um, which which equals wrestling. And in, but when James is talking about. It really is this picture, and it's for people's reference, it's James 2, 14 through 26. I won't read the whole thing. But it basically says, hey, um, you showed me your faith. That's awesome. You know, you believe in God. That's great. Even the devils believe in God, right? That's awesome. But if there's no commitment, there's no faith in works, there's no wrestling happening, what's the point of this? It's dead faith. It's dead. And that's why it is so important that not only, um, and this is, 
and we've said it before, I'll say it again. This is why half the reason why we do this podcast. Absolutely. It's an account of it's a side of accountability that I'm looking in this camera. I better practice what I'm preaching. Right. Right. I better I better not be a, a statistic and and do the exact opposite of of what I'm saying. And so I think it's in, extremely important um, for those. And again, we have a couple months left in the year um, to begin to wrestle again. Yeah. To really begin to, and for me, you know, for me, just speaking personally, where am I wrestling in? I'm going to be wrestling in prayer. Mm. Uh, I have a really easy time in my word. I've got a real easy time um, even journaling. Um, I, I love the scripture. I love pulling scripture. And, and, and it really, for me, when I was looking at it from my, my spiritual stance, it was the least past the passive resist, the least path of resistance excuse me and so it was easy for me so i just went to that i went to the hey let me look this up in the greek and let me get some revelation here oh wow look at what it says in the hebrew it was awesome right and I, i'm not saying it's not bad but for me i had and the lord was really pressing on me and going hey you need to wrestle in prayer mm. like you got to wrestle yeah. again i used to pray all not that i don't pray but it was it was a five or ten minute praying and and really just thanking the Lord, which is a lot of our prayer, which it should be. But then there there comes a part too where it's like, man, um I've got to begin to to wrestle for things and work out my faith for my family, for my future, uh, for my friends, and be that um be that person in the closet, as far as the prayer closet, as I am vocal on the microphone or on the, in yeah. the podcast, is that you, you tracking me? Right. And so that's been one area where the Lord has really pricked me and go, you got to wrestle again, right? You got to get back. And so that's what we've been doing. I actually bought this new, it's really, really cool. It's this new um, journal and it, it, it breaks down your time um, to where I am still getting the scriptures in, but it gives me a really allocated time for prayer. Mm. Um, and it's been, but it keeps me still on track because I am yeah. pretty naturally ADD. Um, you don't say. <laughs> and so it does keep me focused on on being intentional in my prayer time. And um, it's been really, really good. But that's for me. Maybe it's for someone else. It's, hey, I got to wrestle for my marriage. But before you move on yeah. from that, it's you're, you're exercising yeah. this, this, action behind it, right? Correct. You're exercising faith right now where arguably you guys are in a season where you're not really going through. You had the miscarriage earlier this sure. year, and there's still some remnants of that, but for the most part, you yeah. guys are through that, you're yeah. past that, and you know, you know, who knows, maybe maybe there's already a fourth bun in the oven, but we'll, time will tell. Time will tell. But you're in a position where arguably all that being said, things are, are going fairly well. Yeah. But- you're convicted to a, to an extent to go ahead and test that, like push that yes. prayer button so that you can start putting in the reps now, now. so you don't have to wait to get ready. Uh, I'm just reminding them of my birthday episode when I went through. That was one of the things we talked about. Yeah. Like, what are you preparing for? Like, yeah. you're preparing for the just life. anything that life comes at yeah. you. Like, and, and so like, same thing. Like if you, you know, if a guy came up and tried to attack you and your wife in the parking lot. Could you take him down? Like, could you, are you in the, are you in the type of shape that could take some down? Or if you needed to like chase somebody and get their purse or I don't know, something silly like that, like, 
Like I know not everybody is like Dude, those uh, cop uh, videos where it's like the cop, the, the 400 pound cop no, chasing the guy. I'm not saying run it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's those like cops, that ain't yeah. going to happen. Then he, yeah. And then no. he stops after he 10 feet. You better call for backup, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like that is a real life example. Like, yeah. I mean, arguably like we really haven't talked a lot about that, but that's a challenge for, yeah. for all men. Like, yeah. could you actually protect your family? Yeah. I mean, some people might need like a firearm to do that, which is totally sure, fine, but sure. are, do you know how to use it? Mm-hmm. Um, but like all that to say, going back to what you're talking about, you're exercising, like you're practicing yeah. now yeah. so that when stuff does come in and encounter your life, like yeah. you can resolve it quickly or pray through it quickly, yeah. or maybe you do, maybe, maybe God will just allow you to grieve in something at some point. Yeah. But you've already put your your faith to the test yeah where you can have peace in any situation yeah it's it's i look at it when it comes to wrestling or working like we're talking about when it comes when you relate that to faith i am building i am building my my future my family's future through the words of my prayers today mm. right like that's how i see this like I am, and we'll talk about words one day, but I'm a huge, huge believer in words. Yeah. You know, we were created by words. Um, words are seeds. When you plant them in the ground, there is growth one way or another. And so I want there to be a a field, if we're just using that analogy, of, of, of Ian's prayers, of daddy's prayers that have built my future, my kids' future, um, that have protected, that have surrounded um, and so, yeah, I think that is, that's a great picture of that, that we've got to, we've, I don't, I don't ever want to get to a spot, Kyle, where I'm not, you know, I was, I was a little down that the Holy Spirit had to remind me to work. Hmm. If I'm honest with you, yeah. I was, I, that, that wasn't from the Lord, but it was just a little bit of, it was only, it was a quick second, but then I'm like, this is how good the father is. He reminds us to, to get back to work. But I would say I never want to get to a point where, again, where I'm not working and I'm not activating my faith. I am not, um, my faith and my works are not combining. And so, like I said, maybe it's not prayer. Maybe it's you got to fight or wrestle for your marriage. It, maybe you got to fight and wrestle for freedom from from pornography or freedom from drugs or alcohol. Yeah, I am realizing just through just coincidence here recently the amount of people that are closet alcoholics or closet drug users, like for real, it's crazy. Yeah. The amount of believers that are, that are addicted to a needle in their arm or, or, or a substance in their nose, it's unreal. Yeah. And it's, so it's like, you know, but this is the hope of, of for tomorrow is that our creator gives us an opportunity to begin to wrestle again and fight the good fight of faith yeah. And and to overcome and win. And so I just want to encourage people that, you know, get back, begin to again, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against yeah. powers and principalities, against a, a spiritual world that is as real, if not more real than our physical world. And I and I and I beg to ask the question, when's the last time you've wrestled? And all that to say with what you were talking about, going back to the original question, you know, what are we doing when nobody is looking? That's Mm -hmm. where this is coming from. So reminder, like that's where the exercising is coming from. If you're working on exercising your faith, then you don't have to necessarily worry about, man, am I going to hit the standard or not? No. 
like because it's not going to move because you're you're proving to yourself that you are committed to withholding the standard and living righteously because that's ultimately what God wants for us because we know that the Bible is not a book of rules and we know that uh, on the flip side that there are keys to success in the book that He gives us right. because it is a living word. That's right. And so if we just do what the word says, yeah. we will be able to live righteously. And it's not like, oh, we're going to have an easy life. No. It's, no, I'm going to live in peace. I'm going to live in the freedom that God has for me. Yeah. And ultimately, going back to what we're talking about here now is like the the exercising peace, like pursuing that, like yeah. that's the pursuit. That's one of our pillars. We're pursuing, there's action. Yeah. That's the, it's the pursuit of progression so that, you know, we really, it's almost like I'm going to just go all in on this so hard that I'm not even going to be distracted. I might like take a quick look and, and, but I, if I, as long as everything else is moving in the right direction, then it will just be a quick look. Yep. It's not like I'm going to sit there and gaze and fall into that yep. trap of sin or whatever else. But, you know, I got to say this because I just feel like it's not you, you, you mentioned, I think there's a lot of people that might've just heard what you said and said, Oh, you know, he said needle, he said pills. I'm not doing with that. Well, what are you dealing with? Yeah. Like, because everybody's dealing with something. Something. Like, I, I am, I am constantly, personally, having to work on my reactions towards my kids, towards my wife, my responses, yeah. and everything else, and make sure that I don't let how tired I am at the end of the day, you know, just just create so much tension in in my life. And look, some days are easier than others. It's like. Cause I'm, I'm naturally introverted too. So it's like we introverts, we like to go away after a long day where we're having to, and I'm in sales, I'm, you know, sales background, which is kind of like, but it, it takes, all that means is it takes a lot out of me yep. to be you around people to really. And so to recharge, I want to just sit like on this couch right here. I want my head here, my feet there, and I want it to be really quiet. <laughs> And if it's not really quiet, there like something inside of me. It's yeah. just like this motor just starts turning. And then the more that like yeah. my my two very extroverted children, yeah. like you know, they probably can't sit in silence, and they probably won't ever sit in silence if I had to guess. But you know, yeah. they, they like I. So that is something that even I have to struggle with, and uh, and and work through on a daily basis. So don't hear me that it's not For like. Sure. I, I don't struggle with drugs. I don't struggle with porn. I don't struggle with some of these other like high level worldly things, but I do struggle with my attitude, yeah. my responses, my reactions and things like that. And that's the kind of stuff where we're talking about too, just because, you know, somebody else doesn't um, relate to some of the things you were just saying. That's where sure. that's coming from. So. No, I think it's good, man. And it, it is, it's, it's different levels. It's going to be different things, different levels, but um, what you're saying is what no one, you know, what do you do when no one's looking? What's your, what, what is your integrity like? What are your taxes like? I'm, I'm, we have to pay taxes here coming up real soon in October. I would love, God, I would love to cut corners, <laughs> but I can't. Yeah. I can't. Right. I would love to do it, but I'm, you know, you can't do those things. Same thing with you when it comes to reactions and, and tones. I'm working on tone right now. Like that's one of my things that I'm truly trying to work on is tone. Ian, you're saying the right thing, but your tone is terrible. Mm. So you're, you know, people that are sensitive, you're ripping them a new one without even knowing you're ripping them a new one. 
Yeah. I got to work on my tone. I have to be empathetic. I have to read the room better, right? All of those things are are part of it. And again, yes, we're talking about bigger things, but it's smaller things too. And it's, it's, it's everything in between. Yeah. But I think if we, like we started the conversation, um, when, what are you doing when no one's looking? Um, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we, we wrestle against powers and principalities. Again, it goes back to when's the last time you've wrestled. Yeah. And I would encourage the listeners um, that are listening, pray about what that means, right? Lord, where do I need to wrestle again? Yeah. Lord, where do I need to wrestle again? Um, where do I need to fight again? Like James says, where do I need to put my works in? Right? Because yeah. wrestling's work. Yeah. Wrestling's work. And so that's what I would encourage everyone that's listening today. Uh, there's hope for tomorrow, but we've got to get in the ring. We've got to wrestle. And when we begin to wrestle, like you said, we're building uh, a foundation for our future that when the storms of life come, we're not built on sand, but we're built on rock. That's right. So, yeah. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. So, yeah. I'll close this. That's good. Father, we love you. And we yes, just, um, we pray for ourselves, but we pray for the listeners. We pray for anybody that might hear this, Lord, that, um, that you just activate us right now. Like, yes, just, Lord. Father, just search our hearts. Just bring something to every single uh, person that's listening that um, that can put us down the right path, that can draw us closer to you, that can um, just show our commitment to you and to your word and to your truth and knowing that uh, you are just such a good father. And Lord, we recognize that. God, we just uh, submit this podcast to you yes. and we give you all glory and honor and praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We hope that you feel encouraged by today's episode. Help us reach the masses by leaving a review and subscribing to the show. We'll see you next time.